and this is really important as well, is that th- this last point you brought up, you know, Matt Damon told me that you got to be bold, though, Ed. You know that that's the oh that's what Matt Damon told me, um, <laughs> but but this is but this is a, this is important because it, it, if it were the case, you know, as you've written about, as you talked about in Tech Won't Save Us, uh, you know, this week, if it were the case that uh, this was just like a casino where it was just a place you can go, you know, like a casino, you know, you spend some money, you lose some money, you have fun along the way, maybe you uh, you have a bad bet, maybe you get a little bit too deep. You know, maybe you lose a finger, you know, to a loan shark or something like that, you know, but it's like, hey, that stuff happens in the casino. It shouldn't spill out into the larger uh, economy. And, you know, you're in the casino. It's like it's like Westworld, you know, hey, you're in this place, Uh, you know, some wild shit could happen. It's like some wild shit could happen. um, But also like, you know, you can have a lot of fun and you can but you could also lose your, you know, lose everything. But if you don't want to if you don't want to engage in that kind of risky behavior, then don't then then stay outside. But here's the problem is that, you know, as is so often the case, you know, these people want to, you know, they want to have it both ways. Um, they want to, on one hand, have that plausible deniability. They want to have those, you know, notice boards that say like, you know, enter at your own risk. But they also want your mom and your grandma and your uncle and your auntie and everybody else to 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 get to put all their money into this, you know. They want everybody to be part of this, and they are particularly and explicitly targeting people who don't understand how it works, who don't have an understanding of those risks. I can say that I have been cornered in someone's house on five separate occasions to try and to invest in their business. And you know what type of business I'm talking about? Uh, well, I guess I can say it because we're behind a fucking paywall. It was a fucking pyramid scheme. Yeah. Yeah, they want you to invest in their Amway or their Mary exactly. Kay. But you imagine imagine going to a casino, getting addicted on the games, and then telling your friends and family that they should come play too. Or better yet, going to the casino, losing all your money, and then telling all your friends and family, hey, this is great. You should also lose all your money. I mean, if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go to a casino and lose my money, at least I'm gonna drink free on it. So you're not gonna catch me in any of those Bitcoin <laughs> casinos. I'm gonna be in the IRL ones. That's right, hitting them nickel slots, getting those free drinks, getting the buffet yeah. voucher. <laughs> gonna make just enough money to hit the buffet and while lit on watered down Crown and Coke. <laughs> but so I mean this is a this is fundamentally a big problem here and it gets to what what Ed was talking about what Alan is talking about as well is that this um it's this these channels of contagion right that like you know web3 uh is not uh, explicitly not uh, uh content with just being contained to one little sector, one casino. It has to. It needs to take over the entire economy, as Ed has written and talked about. You know, it needs to create, it needs to turn the economy into a casino. It can't just be a casino within the economy um, because it needs, that's what that kind of scale is what it you know needs to grow and also you know because it's all zero sum you need more and more people to get in in order to create liquidity you know you can't cash out 
on your NFTs. You can't cash out on your uh, on your tokens or your stable coins unless you got other people in there cashing in. You know that, and that's that's what's required here. The the over leveraging aspect is also really important. I, I I can't remember which one of the like eight guys who runs Tether. Um, you know, Tether is the largest stable coin. Um, and we'll get we'll talk more about stable coins in, in a little bit once we get to the uh, the third uh, section of Alan's analysis, looking at comparison with with bank runs and stable coins. But it was like you know, there's only like eight guys who run Tether, um, and what isn't their CEO like like uh, you know an anonymous person? It's, that's another thing with these motherfuckers. Their CEO is one of the most trustworthy people in the world. He's so trustworthy that you can't know who he is. Because you, you can't know who he is, is and nobody's ever seen a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking Mr. Robot shit is that? <laughs> like, oh my god. But it might have been him, but he said, you know, it's one of these tether one of these tether guys said that like when I need money, I just create a token. He admitted. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're in the wrong He business. admitted. <laughs> we shouldn't be creating episodes. We should be creating tokens for each episode that we do. That's, what, that's the real that's the real galaxy brain baby <laughs> we're fucking up uh, <laughs> this tmk brought to you by silveramerica.com come on <laughs> in and buy your buy your 10 ounce sil- silver bullions not backed by the u.s government but it'll yeah. still make you money in the apocalypse because people are gonna want valuable minerals we'll make <laughs> an fnft Right, it's a fungible, non-fungible token. So you get, <laughs> you buy an NFT, and it's paired with a fungible asset, a photo of the NFT that you bought, which is a photo, but on the internet. Right, uh-huh. you take that and you take it into any of our locations, and it will be redeemable um, for a for a token that uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But this is another wild thing here is that like, they are so explicit about, about like the shenanigans that they do. I mean, like just admitting, right? Like if I need money, I create a token, which is essentially saying that like, yeah, no, I create, uh, you know, I, I can create infinite leverage and then use that to buy, um, or, or have exposure to real world financial assets. Like, this is not hypothetical. This is not theoretical. This is not speculative. Ooh, what if they did this? Or I wonder if they're doing this. They admit this is what they're doing. As Alan calls it, right? It's that irrational exuberance. They think they're Teflon. They think they're untouchable. Uh, and what we see in, instead is like, you know, it's not as if Wall Street operates on a, a sluggish pace. You know, they're all about speed and acceleration too. But it, it is wild to see the way that DeFi, which is new, you know, Bitcoin, all right, Bitcoin 2008. But like this kind of current stage of DeFi with the explosion of coins and tokens uh, and so on is pretty new. And it's really quite wild to see how they are like, you know, a, you know, accelerating the pace of development here, really putting pedal to the metal uh, of, of just, you know, uh, accelerating this, this vehicle, you know, these financial vehicles to extend that metaphor that are heading directly towards a brick wall. Um, and one that we can see, but oh no, there's no steering wheel, right? Mm. Like that, like it's uh, fucking someone call Keanu Reeves because we're in speed. 
I need, I, we need, I gotta stop this bus. I gotta stop this bus. <laughs> no, there's no stopping the bus. You have to take it or, or actually, you know, it's like, um, I mean, Cory Dotro said, you know, you have to hijack the bus. I think that that's the spirit of what they said. Hijack the bus. Exactly. Exactly. Even if the bus is careening off a cliff. Drive it into another bus that's hijacked. <laughs> there we go. together that we can stop them from going off the cliff if we ran them into each other that's right two, prisoners <laughs> now, this, now this be, now this is becoming a math like a like a math problem so it's like all right <laughs> bus one leaves uh station a at 60 miles an hour <laughs> bus b <laughs> you have you have you you can pull a lever and bus one will uh hit no one um i I'm trying to figure oh, it now out. Now it's a I'll trolley problem too. Yeah, yeah. No, what's the trolley problem where it's like uh, you can do nothing in the trolley and it's going to hit no, three it's like, people. Okay, bus one, bus one isn't going to hit anybody. You can do nothing and bus one won't hit any other bus. You can pull the levy and bus one will mow through bus two and kill everybody on board. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's a hard problem, isn't it? 